Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name is Layla Halbert. I'm your hostess with the mostess and my co-hostess with about the mostess is to my left, Mama Halbert. We're back. Happy New Year. And oh my God, I, okay, I've had a day to like calm down after the initial premiere of Matt James's season of The Bachelor, but yesterday I was not okay. So I'm glad I had some time to like process it. But um, before we get into our recap, um, if you haven't followed the Instagrams, my personal page, Mama Halbert's personal page, the podcast page. <laughs> my personal page. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Go ahead and do that. Uh, make sure to write a review, rate the podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. Uh, buy some merch. We still have a lot. So um, that is that. Also wanted to give you guys a weekly update on how our viral TikTok video is doing because <laughs> I received an email from this woman who seems pretty official. I mean, I, I think I need to look into it a little bit more, but I basically got an email from this person from a research video journalism like company or something basically saying that they want to copyright and license our viral video so that they can send it to all of their 1500 different companies that work they work with to hopefully make us some fucking money baby money money money. show me the money hell yeah (laughs) so i've got a legal document i need to read over to like you know agree to all their terms but can you imagine what if ellen degeneres calls us and we get to be on the ellen show so i'm all i'm saying is that everyone who all 100 of you that are here every single week without fail. <laughs> 100. Um, I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to send me your first and last name so that when we blow up and this podcast is famous from this viral video, um, everyone's going to know that you guys are the OGs. So I'm just saying. <laughs> everyone else. If you still want to be associated everyone else, with us. Everyone after else the after that will be a bandwagoner and which is also fine. But like. We gotta, we gotta let them know who the real ones are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm manifesting if this. Wants to be associated with. I'm that. manifesting <laughs> this for 2021. We're off to a pretty good start. Yeah, I mean, we need some money to fix our roof, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's leaking. Should we start a GoFundMe? <laughs> Just kidding. I would never. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, do you have anything you're bothered by that we should talk about? Oh, well, let me think about it for a sec. I don't know why I never think about it. Okay, well, I have one and I did talk about it on my Instagram story. So if if you saw that already, I'm sorry. But if you didn't, uh, I went and got a pedicure yesterday because I had a cancellation in the middle of my day and none of my other appointments could move. So I had time to kill. So I went and got a pedicure and it was like 11 o'clock in the morning on a Monday and there were like three other people in there getting a pedicure as well and they had like all come together I guess and we were literally on the opposite sides of the salon and they were being so goddamn loud and annoying 
I'm just like, I'm just trying to get my heels cheese grated in peace over here. And all I can hear is whatever annoying conversation you're having. It's like people who don't know how to use their inside voice, especially in spaces of relaxation, can suck my ass. You. (laughs) Okay. I think I don't have a lot of bothered lately because I haven't talked to anybody. I just been home and my grandson never bothers me. So I don't have any human contact other than you and dad. So every time I share something that I'm bothered by, it's done by you. That's okay. I'm, you guys bother the shit out of me too. So it's fine. I just usually don't specify which one it is, you know, so leave a little mystery, but anyway, yeah, that's what happens when you live with other people. Yeah. I haven't really been bothered lately. That's good. That's pretty good. If you don't, just Can't be relate. like me, don't talk to anybody ever and you won't be bothered. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Don't talk to anyone. Well, I can't do that. So I know. Hence the p- whole theme of the podcast. True. <laughs> well, sort of. A loose theme, if you will. Um, anyway, that's that's all uh, for the, you know, the usual weekly business, housekeeping, whatever you want to call it. Let's get into it. Let's get into this season. I am thrilled to death. I have been watching. We've we've been watching the Bachelor franchise together for like 12 years or so. And so, you know, the show has a certain way that they do things. And the pretty much the only thing that ever changes is the people. But the way the show works is typically the same. So with... Claire's season Claire and Tasha's hybrid season or whatever that was like the first time in a very long time in Bachelor history that the show was completely flipped on its head and they had to kind of improvise and and come up with a new way of doing things because of COVID and everything so it was fine the season was fine but honestly overall I, I felt like it was pretty boring yeah they had to try really hard to like drum up any sort of drama it was very annoying too which a lot of stuff was annoying i feel like a lot of times with bachelorette that's c- not to be stereotypical but like usually if it's a bunch of dudes like you're gonna have to try pretty hard to have any drama happen but when you have 30 women fighting oh. over one man and everybody's drunk and different most of them story. are in their early 20s, it's a little bit of a different story. One thing I figured out this season, I'm pretty convinced that there's at least one person that is a producer plant. Like they're not there to get engaged. They're not going to go anywhere. But they're, act- they're actors and they're there to make sure there's drama and controversy. I don't and know they about get- actors. But I think oh, that oh no, I I think there is at least one actor. But in I there. think that they, but there are people that exist in the world that want to get on the show just to be on reality TV, and obviously the producers no, are no, gonna. No. I think it's somebody that the producer can manipulate, and they're doing exactly what they're told. That's what I'm saying, though. Like they don't have to find an actor to do that. Well, that's because they true. would have to pay an actor. They don't have to pay anyone. Yeah, that's true. To do that, they just have to pick the right people. Yeah, but it ha- yeah, that's true. But there's definitely always one, and they at keep, least and they get through, and you know that the person, the lead, is not interested in them at all. But they keep putting them through just for entertainment. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean that's for sure a thing. Um. Well, anyway, so 
for anyone who doesn't know who Matt James is, uh, if you watched Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette, there was one of her like top three guys, Tyler Cameron, um, who everyone was kind of obsessed with. Matt James is Tyler's best friend. So Matt James technically is not really a part of Bachelor Nation directly, but he sort of is because he's best friends with Tyler Cameron. Um, And so when the season, when they were getting ready to start filming for The Bachelor was kind of amidst the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. And so there was a campaign, a Bachelor diversity campaign um, going on uh, and a petition being signed basically demanding ABC to cast a black bachelor. Matt James is the first black bachelor um, ever in the history of the show. Um, Our first black bachelorette was Rachel Lindsay. That was a few years ago. And then, of course, we just had Tasha for part of a season, Um, but no black bachelor. So he is officially our first black bachelor. Um, And the way that they kind of cast him seemed weird because they announced that he was the bachelor before the bachelorette even aired which is not how they normally do things but i was thinking about it and because of the way things were filmed like usually the bachelorette airs in the spring but because of covid they had to wait so what i think happened was they had to instead of picking a bachelor they couldn't pick a guy from claire or or tasha's season to be the bachelor because this Matt James's season started airing literally a week after the Bachelorette finished. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they had to have they had to have someone ahead of time because I think probably right when the Bachelorette started airing was probably when he started filming. Yeah, it overlapped. So it was it's kind of a weird yeah, thing. This person was busy. Yeah, these these Bachelor people they don't get much sleep. I can tell you that much. Yeah. However, I will say that. Um, the premiere of this season, Chris Harrison is looking young. He is looking fresh. He's looking like he's sucked a few souls and he is re-energized <laughs> and he is ready to ruin some lives. So Dark Lord Harrison <laughs> is back to himself and he doesn't look tired and bored like he did on The Bachelorette. Well, yeah, everybody was bored. Though. Also, <laughs> I mean, the place that they're at, I don't know if it's a resort or if it's just a huge mansion or like what the situation the is, but oh my God, like that compared to the fucking La Quinta resort in 120 degrees Palm Springs, like Claire and Tasha and all their guys really got the shaft. Yeah, but... Tasia never showed it. The girl never sweated once. Well, yeah, that's... <laughs> we could talk about that forever. But, yeah, the, the the place where they're at in... Somewhere in Pennsylvania, I think, is absolutely beautiful. Um, and when they kind of show Matt's, like, intro, they show, like, where he's staying and stuff. And it's, like... It's nice. I mean, you know if that's an Airbnb, it's, like, easily $1,500 a night to rent it. It's a nice ass place. Yeah. I I mean maybe more. But that's not how the episode started. The episode starts and I thought that we like started recording it late. I was like what the fuck is going on? So like before any intros, before anything, the episode starts with a girl coming out, a woman coming out of the limo and she does her little, you know, hi, I'm so and so and she's going on about, "Oh, the pandemic has been really hard and this is something I brought something that has really helped me 
get through quarantine and she pulls out a fucking vibrator. I'm just like... That was weird. But like, it was so weird how they started the episode like that. Yeah. And then like abruptly after that, we're like, okay, now we're doing our regular intro with Matt. I'm like, why did they do that? That was so... It seemed really unnecessary. And then we had to watch it again. Oh, and then we had... You think it's going to start and then they go him and Chris go have a private conversation I'm like, why didn't you just start with the private conversation? Like, you guys trying to fill up the time or something? But anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't get to that quite yet. But anyway, so we see the the dildo entrance, which was dumb. And then um, cut to... Uh, we're just kind of getting our intro to Matt. He's talking about who he is. We're seeing him shirtless, working out a lot. And we're like, okay, we get it. You're hot. Um, and then we see Matt James sitting down and talking with his mom, who, by the way, is everything I want to be when I'm however old she is in her leather pants and her freaking zebra. You want to be like me? You know, I think I'll take the personality, (laughs) but your fashion sense is lacking. What is that? Fashion sense? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I can't really talk. I'm, I mean, look at me right now, but... Um, but anyway, she's looking fab and I, I kind of love the like mother son dynamic that's happening. I'm, I always have a soft spot for those types of things, you know, cause I have a son, but, um, anyway, so they're sitting down, they're having a conversation, um, throughout all of this. Like, I feel like you can really tell that like Matt is like genuinely nervous and, I kind of love that they brought someone in as a lead who has never been a part of Bachelor Nation before. I know that's probably an unpopular opinion amongst a lot of people, but I love it. That's why I loved when during Ari's season. Isn't they, that how it used to be before, though? Well, I yeah, of like, course. Yeah. Well, it I had to start like somewhere, right? No, but I, this thing about having the next Bachelor or Bachelorette being somebody who was from a previous season is not something that happened it's been it's been like that for the last for a while yeah I can yeah it's kind of dumb actually because then there's no surprise people already know what you know well and then you have about. people that are, are signing up to be on the show because they think oh well if I'm on the show then there's a possibility that they will pick me as the exactly. lead for the next season so in fact I think it should that there should never be somebody who was already there to begin with. It'll be more I don't know about never, but I feel like they should mix it up more often for sure. Yeah. So that you never know if it's going to be someone chosen from a previous season or if it's going to be a completely different person. Yeah, and so they're not playing games just to be the next Bachelor or yeah. Bachelorette. I mean, that's going to happen regardless, I think. But I feel like it would be less if there wasn't yeah. a guarantee that... It was always going to be, you know. That's true. Anyway, so I love that they picked him. And I was kind of unsure of how I was going to feel about him as a lead. But so far, I mean, we're only one weekend. But so far, I really like him. Yeah, he seems to be a nice, genuine guy. Yeah. Um, Okay, so they get to... I don't... I need to figure out if it's a resort or if it's just like a mansion because I'm not really I'm unsure about that. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a resort. It has rooms. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah, it's like a nice hotel, maybe. Um, yeah. So so they're standing at the bottom of the staircase and they're getting ready to start bringing the girls in. And 
before the first limo arrives, Matt asks uh, Chris Harrison, he goes, oh, like, can we go talk for a few minutes? I have some questions I want to ask you. And Chris Harrison's like, oh, you don't want to, the women are on their way. You don't want to meet the women. He's like, no, I just want to like ask you a few questions, da, da, da. And like, I hate, I just hate when they do this, when it's like so obviously staged and, they and they're trying to and blocks to have this they're trying to pretend like it wasn't planned i'm like why don't you just start the fucking episode with you having your little interview moment where he's because the conversation they had was pretty good yeah but the way that they were like awkwardly like oh the women are about to be here are you sure you want it was just weird i didn't like it yeah it was weird i was like why did you do that but okay um so they go and they go have their conversation. Matt is talking about the responsibility he feels being the first black bachelor and, and his experiences as a biracial man and um, his upbringing. And they have a good conversation. His concern about people getting offended if he chooses a white girl yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, overall, a good conversation. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Then they wrap up and they go back to um, to the to wherever the limo entrances are happening. And there's so many women. I could not have possibly written down all every single one. Otherwise, I would be taking notes the entire time and not actually watching the show. But I did write down a few entrances that really stood out to me. Um and I will mention, too, that I felt like most of the women, their entrances were pretty, like, normal. Like, there were a few gimmicky ones, but I feel like usually there's way... The people, like, usually more of them go, like, over the top than than they did this season. This season was kind of like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I'm excited to be here. Okay, bye. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, there were... <laughs> There are a lot of boring ones for sure. I I don't know. I kind of liked it because I'm just like I don't want to sit here well, wasting I'll time you watching. To, you you don't, we don't know to th- maybe a lot of them had more gimmicks, but they were just so ordinary and boring that they didn't really air. You know, maybe yeah. But I'm fine with that. But I would ra- would be there all night. I would rather watch them, the women interacting with each other, and all of that drama. Oh, Inside they of the were entrances. ready for it, too. They were looking on the window to see what each one of them were doing as they oh, came yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how they could see that far down because that staircase was, was about an acre ass, long. But yeah, it was a long-ass walk up there. Um, the first note I took about entrances was Chelsea, our six-foot-tall runway model from New York with a shaved Is head. She a model? Yes. She's a, she's a full-on runway model. Oh, wow. I am obsessed. She wins best dress of the night. That dress was out of control. I'm obsessed she with her. She is gorgeous. And Matt's 6'5", so, like, they just look... They look like if I saw them in public, I would not know what to do with myself if I saw them <laughs> in public together. Um, Obsessed with her. She seems cool as fuck, too. Um, Also, I talked about her on my Instagram stories, and she responded, so... She did? Yeah, she just said thank you or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I was like, hell yeah, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote down these entrances are making me feel dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I wrote down that Ser- there's two Serena's. Serena C looks high as hell, and then as soon as she starts walking up the stairs, she trips. LOL. I was like trying. I was like, take a drink every time someone trips, because I know it's gonna happen. But I think we only saw two way. or three. Yeah. Um. I didn't write down the name of the person who did this, but there was a girl who came out and she like had a plate of spaghetti and they did like a lady in the tramp style. Oh, that was so silly. Noodle kiss, which bold move. And disgusting. Did you notice that? Did she kiss him? Yes, they kissed. Did you notice that at the end, that the end of the noodle that he had in his mouth when they he just let it go. He let it go and then she ate it. so sick i was like that's disgusting yeah that noodle looked really dead it looked it looked flaccid i I mean how how many hours had she been holding that bowl of that's disgusting didn't even have sauce or anything (laughs) um so then we have another um standout entrance which was kaylee um, struts up in a little black lingerie set and a robe with a clothes rack with two different dresses. And her whole thing is, oh, I couldn't decide what to wear. So you pick. And I'm just like, girl, if you wanted to just show up wearing lingerie, you should have just thrown on some angel wings and just rocked it also, and wore two, it the whole I, night. I know why she couldn't decide what to wear because both of the dresses she had were, were hideous. <laughs> And she should have just stayed in her lingerie because she wore one of the dresses later. Should have stayed and in her what? Literally, she stayed on her lingerie. <laughs> you know, her bra. Her, ling- her lingerie. Her lingerie. Lingerie. Because, because the dress she put on literally remind me of the Joker on the card set. It was hideous. The Joker? You know? Cards? When you play cards, there's a oh, Joker. Oh, like the actual, like an actual card. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, the Joker, like, the movie. I was like, no, no, what? No, no, no. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, well, Matt seemed to love the lingerie um, I mean, entrance. I mean, he's a man. I guess, but, like, I, I peeped to this girl's Instagram, and I'm sorry, like, uh, she's just, she looks, she looks like someone who worked at Hooters for a really long time and then she like kind of like phased out of that but like never really phased out of the like liking to be like naked all the time thing and like I mean she had a night I'd be naked if I looked like her too I guess, I guess but, but I don't know she's not my type personally she's definitely a little on the she's like side. too good for Hooters but not good enough for like a beauty pageant that's kind of the vibe I'm getting she from reminds her. me of the bikini girl on American <laughs> Idol that didn't have any talent <laughs> So I had to wear a bikini to go through. That's a good reference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I had a hard time getting a read on her whether she's going to be someone that's going to cause problems in the future or if she's just trying to get attention. She is she a Leo. Was just supposed to be on Playboy. She, she is a Leo, so very, very um expected behavior from a Leo. I will say that. Um. So, then we see, um, Katie from Renton, Washington, is the one who brought the vibrator, and I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, really, bitch? You're the one who's representing Washington? She's from Seattle. Oh, my God. (laughs) I When she was, like, when she was talking about, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Seattle. I'm like, bitch, you're from Renton. That's different. (laughs) That is not Seattle. That's funny. I'm like, you got a different zip code. (laughs) Quit lying. (laughs) Also, um, I wrote down, it was so funny because it was like immediately after her, 
So she comes out with her whole vibrator thing, whatever. So annoying. I hated her outfit. She had on like a kind of bluish silver, super fucking sparkly dress. And then she also had on a sparkly necklace and earrings that were like a slightly different color silver than her dress. And her hair and makeup was not good. Like, wait, what does she do? Uh, I, I didn't write. I don't know. I have no idea. Masturbate something. I mean, hey, nothing against <laughs> masturbating, but like, I'm definitely not going to be walking around like, f- like waving my freaking dildo around like a flag. Like, come on. Why? Just why? I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with with dildos or masturbating, but like, just the whole. Th- it was just. It was just a weird. What was the point I don't know. Of it, yeah, yeah, I didn't really get it. But anyway, she's already annoying the shit out of me, and I'm like, ugh. Why do you have to be the one that's from Washington? You're making us all look bad. Well, the worst part is that it's one thing like she's trying to be remembered. And she was. Here we are again talking about her. But the worst part is that she just carried that on the entire night. And then yeah, that was annoying. You know, we get it. So I wrote down that Katie is the worst dressed. And then I immediately eat my words because here comes 21 year old Kit in her oh, freaking loofah my. dress and her black like heeled she's boots. A, she's a fa- fashion whatever. So here's what she is. She's the daughter of a fashion designer, like a legit fashion designer. I feel like she went to the wrong show. I think she thought she was <laughs> She's going, like this is Project go- Runway, right? <laughs> no, she was going to the what's the name of the reality show? The Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There is one show oh, like that. She's probably already been on that one. They <laughs> kicked her out. Oh, she is so valley I, girl. Literally, all I wrote down... Well, she's not a valley girl. She's from New York, born no, and raised. she reminds me of somebody from that movie, Clueless. Literally, all I wrote down was, ew, ew, ew. I hate her. <laughs> and her outfit was Was horrible. Cute. She beat... With those... Bl- she, looked- she beat Katie for worst dressed uh, in half a second. Yeah, with those black little boots. I hated like, it. I hated doing? everything about it. Yeah. Even if she had on different shoes, I would have still hated her outfit. She looked like she was going to a homecoming dancing or... Yeah, it was awful. Hawk Nelson dance or uh, something awful. in high school. Um. So then we get introduced to self-proclaimed Queen Victoria. Oh, she is the plant. Another ill, ill, ill. I wrote down. She reminds me. If you're if you're an OG Batch Nation stan, you will know who I'm talking about. She totally gives me Erica Rose vibes. I don't remember who that is. I think that's her name. I'm pretty sure. If I'm wrong, that's embarrassing. But she was on. I don't remember whose season she was on, but she was also on like Bachelor Pad. I'm pretty sure. She's like. She's actually the only person I think I've ever seen in the history of the show that has like. A body type that is quote unquote normal compared to all of the skinny, teeny, tiny, like no body fat women that are usually on the show. She like had more of like a, you know, a different a body type, still thin and, you know, whatever. But anyway, she was like seemed drunk all the time and she kind of like talks like this and she would like wear a tiara and she had these huge lips. It's probably the same actress that they hired back then. No, it's not the same one because she's probably like 45 now. But well, that one didn't look that young either. Anyway, I wrote down that she was giving me those types of vibes and I thought that uh she would like you know once she did her entrance with the men carrying her on the you know the platform or whatever 
that she would kind of like give up the gig a little bit and kind of like, okay, that was, you know, funny or cute or whatever. But no, the entire. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know, like Queen Victoria and like, oh, my God, like, oh, God, I hate her. I hate her already. Yeah, she was annoying. But I feel like they want us to think she's going to be the villain, but she's not going to be. Well, no, she's just the fool. <laughs> she's the jest. <laughs> she thinks she's the queen, but she's actually the jester. Yeah. Um. So I think that was the last. Uh, there were a bunch of other ones, but those were just the ones that stuck well, out. The girl, the one that ha- that is death. She was very sweet. I yeah, but her, her entrance wasn't like anything special. True. We'll get to her. Yeah. I love her too. Um. So. All the girls are there. We Oh, wait, you forgot about the one from Georgia that came on the truck. And Yeah, but that was whatever. I know, but she was like, I'm from Georgia. I'm from Georgia. No, like she's you. from North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Because that's where Matt's from. Oh, whatever. Oh, Georgia, oh, North oh, 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 oh. I forgot about the girl with the meatball. Oh, <laughs> God. I don't even Food remember poisoning. I don't even remember who it was, but she brings a freaking meatball the size of my fucking head in a Ziploc bag and makes Matt take a bite out of it. I'm like, that is actually. No, she said, Do you want to eat my balls? That is actually nauseating. I would throw up. I felt bad for him too because he was like, not really, but you just stuck it in my mouth. What can I do? Ew, disgusting. I can't remember who it was though. Sorry. Um, okay, so all the women are introduced. We've met them all. Uh, cut to Katie from Renton making a toast by tapping her vibrator on her glass. And everyone already looks fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, been a long night, ladies. (laughs) Oh, okay. And this is where... This is where things got weird for me. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. But Matt enters the room and before they even get started, he asks everyone to bow their heads so he can say a prayer. And part of me was like, okay, I appreciate the boldness. Well, here's what I thought about that. But also I was getting cult vibes. (laughs) Okay. First of all, when he did that, I immediately thought, Okay, a couple of these girls did not know their audience when they brought a dildo and came in naked. First of all, yeah, but they felt real awkward. (laughs) Oh shit! Second of all, I think when he did that, he was trying to set the tone. Like, okay, we're here, we're having fun. You brought a vibrator, we're drinking, but I'm serious about this and. You know, I have values and my values are important and I'm going to set the tone right off the bat. Yeah. Because by doing that, everybody was like, oh, okay, he's not fooling around. Yeah, for sure. I I did appreciate like that aspect of it. But I will say that I, I do wish that I know for a fact that there have probably been other either leads or or contestants who have had. Um, maybe religious beliefs that outside of just Christianity and I wish that they would maybe show more of like more than just that one well maybe um, the other people didn't choose to be as as uh, public yeah. with their 
belief system as he did. Yeah, maybe. Like you just let everybody know this. This is the most important thing. To yeah, me. for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you know we what? know now. Deja we know. Deja should have done the same because it was to her too, and she was vague about it. And look what it cost. Yeah, for sure. You know? I just I don't know the whole like thing it of was, yeah, let me pray over everyone like you're some sort of like uh, daddy. I, I don't I know. Don't think I didn't like cross that way, but I also I, I think I'm looking into it more because I feel a little bit triggered, yeah. but. But it probably weeds the people that are not down with that. If there were people that felt the same way you would do, they're like, okay, this is not The Bachelor for me, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's how but we started the cocktail also party. By him starting that way, there's going to be a lot of fake girls that say, oh, I'm a Christian too. That was so yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, so there was that, there was that, that girl, uh, Rachel, who was like crying. Yeah. She was like... Yeah, and someone was like, oh, are you really religious? She's like, well, you know, like, spirituality is really important. I'm like, bitch, you're a fucking liar. And then I saw a TikTok about her that apparently someone posted, and no, this is not a spoiler, but someone posted a TikTok of her on the show, and the caption was like, LOL, is this really the same girl who bullied me in high school for liking black guys? Like... I was like, oh, yeah. Fuck. So when he started that prayer, did two things. One, you know, the people that are not interested in dating somebody who's religious are probably going to be getting out of there soon. But also it brings out the people that are like, oh, OK, I got to play the good girl because he's a Christian. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was I mean, we. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that before should have been a little more politically correct and said hey you know i'm a christian is is everybody okay if i say a prayer because did he did he he didn't say it but or he just said let's or he just kind of he didn't ask like consent really he just was like oh everybody bow your heads I want to say a prayer or whatever. Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Yeah. So I think that that he should at least say, hey, if you're not comfortable with this, that's fine. But if you are, I like to. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's not really something to nitpick. But it was it was it was. a. I mean, for me, I was like, oh, all right. But I respect him for being bold about what he believes and like, okay. yeah, definitely set the tone for the night. What you see is what you get. Well, and then afterwards, he's like. He starts cracking up laughing because there's a fucking dildo on the coffee table staring at him. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, Lord, this is. She was I love it. I live for it. She was definitely uh, questioning her decision to bring that after that prayer. I mean, let's not pretend like Christians don't masturbate. Yeah. But there's well, let's there's probably don't. <laughs> let, there's probably some people who won't admit it let's just say that but it is a completely normal thing whether you're religious or not and that's all i have to say about that so they're getting on with the cocktail party girls are starting to pull matt aside again i didn't write everything down i just kind of wrote down the things that stood out to me I wrote down there was like a little chess one of the girls brought him outside to pl- they had like a huge chess like game set up and I just wrote down this mini date is awful please make it stop um and then he's talking to Mari who is the Puerto Rican girl the Puerto Rican pageant queen she's gorge um and they're like actually starting to like have a serious conversation and she, you know he's asking she sounds her like she has death yeah her. yeah he's he's talking asking her about like how's your family with all the 
hurricanes and earthquakes that are happening over there all the time and da 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 so they're having this like real conversation and then fucking Renton Katie with the dildo comes up and taps her on the shoulder taps Mari on the shoulder with her vibrator I mean you mid sentence you would think of after the prayer that she would have put that thing away I was just like but no you know what that reminds me of um the song from uh monsters Inc. put that thing back where it came from or so help me so help me so help me <laughs> no <laughs> oh and then she names it after him too which oh is, uh. well she's like let's name it mj and then there's a girl that's name is actually mj sitting there <laughs> she's like maybe not <laughs> she's like could we not <laughs> So anyway, she gets interrupted in a really annoying way. I hated it. And that's that's that was when she told Matt that she's from Seattle. I'm like, please, no, you're not. That's like that would be like Matt, like or someone from New York. Actually, this someone is exactly New what Jersey, th- I was going to say. York. This is exactly what happened with Zach <laughs> on Tasha season. He's like, yeah, I'm from his hometown. I'm from New York. I'm like, motherfucker, you're from New Jersey. That's not the same. <laughs> anyway, um, so. They have their whatever talk uneventful. And then he's sitting down with Kit, um, the worst dressed of the night. I don't recall really much of their conversation other than that she got interrupted by quote unquote Queen Victoria. She was very and superficial. She was, she was fucking pissed about it. It was written she all was over pissed, her face. But honestly, Queen Victoria saved her bacon because she had nothing to say. So she just got her out of there i think she was relieved he was relieved like okay i don't have to talk to teeny bop anymore yeah probably she's 21 that's really young yeah she is so (laughs) she reminds me a little bit of that blondie that was on bachelor in paradise that had the whole scandal with that guy what was her name oh jenna was it jenna from Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, they had the whole hot tub scandal. Oh, the hot tub? Oh, Corinne? Corinne, yeah. Mm, Corinne is at least kind of funny. Kit is just like Eventually, a fucking dry we, turd. Yeah, but when you first met her, she was kind of like that. I guess. Anyway, I'm just laughing at my notes because I don't remember why I wrote this, but I just wrote down, Victoria is a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. Um, but at least I think she knows she is and she doesn't care. Yeah, so trying she has yeah, she has her little not. moment with Matt, whatever, and then she's going back and talking to the girls and she's like talking the whole moment she had with him was I'm Queen Victoria and you're gonna be my king. So you're my Ugh. king. I'm your queen I'm Barf. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So she's like back with all the other girls and you could like see her talking to the girls like, I kinda wanna talk to him again. Should I talk to him again? And they're like, Well, like I think not everyone has had a chance to like talk to him and but like if you want, like they're all just like, I don't know, bitch. Do like well, I'm not gonna tell you what to do. So then And the producers are like, Yes, go talk to him again. <laughs> Yeah, so then she goes and steals him again. Everyone's annoyed. There's always one that does that. Um, and then... Uh, so then he, we see him having a conversation with Bree, who is another one of my favorites from the night. Um, she, was one of, she was the first girl out of the limo. And she is talking to Matt about how her mom is Persian, but she's white passing. Her dad is black and they have a really good conversation. Um, And 
um, yeah, she I really liked her just from their conversation that they had. Um, she seems like really chill and not like someone who's going to be involved in a lot of drama. Knock on wood. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, and then and then we see the conversation between Matt and Abigail, who is from Beaverton, Oregon, and she is the one who is was born deaf. Um, so she's fully deaf, but she has a cochlear implant. So when she has that in, she, I, she can probably hear a little bit, but I think she mostly reads lips. Um, but she's awesome. And um, they're sitting there. They're having a really great conversation. And like the sexual tension is high and they end up sharing a kiss. I was like, "Ooh, shit. Wait, did they have a kiss before she she get, he gave her the rose or after? Before. Before. Um, so, um, yeah, so she gets the first kiss and I am thrilled to death. I'm screaming at the TV. I'm like, hell yes, Abigail and Matt. I love it. We love to see it. She seems like a complete sweetheart. And with all the like stuff he does with the nonprofit he works for, um, I could definitely see them being quite, quite the pair. Um, she but amazingly she's really beautiful too after after she tells him that she's deaf and he says i'll make sure to enunciate for you and then he continues to like mumble the rest of the conversation i was just like okay well <laughs> <laughs> so much for that might have to be a little bit more conscious of that you but know, they, in a, it's probably easy to forget that she's deaf because you would never be able to tell no she's yeah she the way she talks I mean, honestly, I've been around deaf people. I never heard one talk so clear like she does. You're really far away from the microphone. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I really liked her. She's also, um, definitely the whole package. I have to note that Abigail is a fellow Pisces, my Pisces queen. So I ship her and Matt hardcore. Matt is a Sagittarius, which means he's a fire sign. And fire and water traditionally make a pretty good match. So we'll see because they're opposites. But... Um, oh, also shameless plug for the Instagram page, Bachelor Horoscopes. If you're not their newer page, but if you are into astrology um, or you just think it's fun or whatever, go follow their Instagram page because they do like they give a list of like all the girls and like what their signs are and they do like all this other fun stuff. Anyway, go follow them. And she got the first impression. Rose. Yes. So Abigail gets the first impression rose. Very she well totally deserved. deserved. Yes. Yeah. Um, and now we are at the rose ceremony. Um, so Brie, the first one out of the limo, also gets the first rose. Well, aside from the first impression, but the first rose of the rose ceremony. And I'm like, yes, love her. We love to see it. Um, and then I wrote down Rachel gets a rose. She's cute, but I might I feel like I might not like her later, which I Wait, still did the think Ethiopian girl get a rose. Yeah, she did. Oh yeah, she was really cool too. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. There's a girl named I think her name's Maggie, and she's from Ethiopia. Moved to the states like only what nine years ago or something. She said. Yeah. And she's a fucking doctor. She's a pharmacist. She has her doctorate, and she's incredible. I think she might be too good for Matt to be honest, but we love to see it. She's going to be I one to watch. About a lot of the girls yesterday. Is that they looked very natural, not a whole lot of makeup and most of the fake eyelashes. Definitely the most, definitely the most racially diverse cast we've ever seen. Yeah, which was refreshing 
I just wish that they would have more body diversity, but I think it's going to be a while before that happens on this show. But, you know, we'll take what we can get. So Chelsea, our girl, our Amazon beautiful woman, Chelsea, the six foot tall runway model, gets a rose. Hell yeah. And then, um, you know, we keep going down their list. Kit gets a rose. Ew. Hate to see it. Yeah, I don't um, know why he gave her a rose. To be honest, yeah, and then I if- think it, I think when you have that many girls, and there were a few that stood out to him, and the rest is just like, okay, well, I guess I got to give this rose to someone. Might as well be you. Yeah. So of course, Queen Victoria gets the last rose, and everyone is essentially rolling their eyes. Same. Um, and how many people went home? Not that many. It'd be really funny if it turns out she has some kind of tragic story or something. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll not. get there when we get there. That's oh. hypothetical at this point. It looks like your voice is so loud and mine is so low. That's because I'm talking loud and I'm right next to the mic. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so that's pretty much I, I I couldn't even write down who got sent home because they didn't show us the names. But also whenever the first night, there's always girls where they the cameras on them. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Didn't see them <laughs> one time. I have no idea who they are. Um, So whatever. Nobody went home that I knew or cared about. So but from the few from the clips, they did a little sneak sneak peek of what's coming this season oh my god it looks it's like gonna it's gonna be, be bomb. i'm i'm so excited yeah me too and i love that we're starting our recaps actually from the beginning because i feel like it's gonna be good to kind of see if any of our opinions from from the beginning hold up until the end it's too early to be making predictions though oh way too early but i will but say were, that traditionally four girls that stuck out to me traditionally right the, the girl who gets the first impression rose or the person who gets the first impression rose um typically does go pretty far if not wins okay, the whole thing so for so. me there was her what was her name the one that got the first impression rose abigail abigail and the runaway model chelsea and uh, brie brie is it the the Puerto Rican one? No, that's Mari. Mari? Yeah, she's I like her. Those four. Which one is the one that was kind of blonde that he really liked? She had a really good conversation with him. Oh. Uh, he really liked her. Oh crap, what was her name? Not Anna. I don't she know. She was so annoying. She had long straight hair and their conversation was pretty decent. I don't I can't remember. There I was thought so that much. he might actually give her the first impression, Rose, because he was really excited about her. I'm trying to remember who that was, but I can't remember. We'll pay attention to the next one. Listen, it's night one is a lot. It's a yeah. lot of people. There's a lot going on. Um, but we see a preview that it looks like they're bringing more women on. New. I'm just like, God, for God's sake, we can't take it. How are we supposed to keep up? But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Night night one, off to a good start. I'm very excited for the rest of the season. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our recap. We're going to keep it going. Uh, let us know what your opinions were about night one. Who's your favorite? Who do you hate? Do we agree? Do we not agree? I want to know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned stay tuned for another week of batch recaps and who knows maybe next week will be famous <laughs> shit 
we'll have to wait and see give you an update or infamous (laughs) tgif hopefully everyone has a wonderful weekend and we will talk to you next friday bye later